my name is Dana. I'm the editor-in-chief of the teen-led Just Allergy Things magazine. The other team members and I at the Just Allergy Things magazine decided to start our podcast to spread food allergy education to a greater audience. With this podcast, we aim to share our experience with food allergies and give advice, comfort, and support to those who have food allergies or to those who want to learn more about the cause. We also hope to shed light on the invisible impacts of living with food allergies and expose them to the non-allergic population. So, whether you have food allergies or not, we hope that you join us on our journey of spreading food allergy awareness. Hi everyone, in this episode I talk with Emily, Noel, and Jackson about everything back to school with food allergies. We cover a variety of topics concerning how we manage our food allergies during the back to school season and during the school year. We discuss everything about school from meeting with teachers about our allergies to eating lunch to allergic reactions in class. During the episode, we also touch on food allergy education at school as well as give advice to students with food allergies who are returning to school. So, without further ado, I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm Dana. I'm 16 years old. I'm going into 11th grade and I'm allergic to peanuts, tree nuts, sesame seeds, fish, and quite a few other things. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm 15 years old and I'm going into 10th grade and I'm allergic to peanuts and tree nuts. Hi, I'm Noelle. I'm 15 years old and I'm a rising sophomore and I'm allergic to peanuts, tree nuts, dairy, and all cephalosporin antibiotics. Hi, my name is Jackson. Um, I'm 15 going into 10th grade and I am allergic to peanuts and tree nuts. Cool. Okay. So let's start off with when are you guys going back to school? I'm going back in a couple of weeks. I'm not going back to school this Monday, but the Monday after that, which I think is August 23rd. Yeah, I go back August 16th, so this coming Monday. Cool. I go back this coming Wednesday. So how do you guys feel about going back to school, and are you guys doing in-person learning? Uh, yeah, I think that we're going uh, to 100% in-person uh, with masks indoors, um, but I guess, I guess I'm excited because, uh, you know, I've been a little bored this summer. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Um, I'm going 100% back in person because that's just the way my school is doing it. Honestly, I kind of liked online school, but I guess it's time to go back. And um, I guess I'm excited, a little sad that the summer's over, but it's just the way things goes. My school is also going back 100% in person with masks. I think everywhere, I'm not sure if it's just indoors, but I did in-person school all last year too and it's kind of weird to get used to at first but once you get used to it it feels normal. I'm also going back 100% in person with masks everywhere indoor and outdoor and I'm both nervous and excited because it's definitely like my first real year of in-person high school since I'm going into sophomore year so it should be really interesting. Yeah definitely so do you guys usually meet with your teachers to like discuss your food allergies like prior to school starts or um, at the beginning of the school year? So personally, I haven't found that my allergies are a big deal in the classroom. They're a big deal at lunch, especially because a lot of people bring, you know, 
PB&Js and trail mix and stuff. But during labs and little classroom games or whatever, I've never really found that they're a problem unless someone brings a treat. So personally, I don't really talk to my teachers unless it starts to be a problem in the classroom. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I did it my freshman year of high school. Um, I did it all the time in elementary school and in middle school every single year before. But once I got into high school, it started to become more of like my responsibility. And of course, like then I have a nurse at my school and there's also carry the EpiPen and my Benadryl and everything. So as I've gotten older, I've started to like meet with my teachers less. And um, I tell my teachers if the situation like arises, like if someone brings something in or something like that, but I usually don't have a meeting with them in high school anymore. I agree with you, Dana. I did all through elementary school and middle school, but especially being my first year of high school was online most of the year. There was really no need to tell my teacher. And even when we went through hybrid, I didn't really tell my teachers. So it's again, like my responsibility now. So it's easier if I just don't, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to go to a nut-free elementary school. So obviously, uh, then it wasn't like uh, a necessity to, um, to tell my teachers. But uh, now I don't, I don't feel the need to tell them uh, because again, like in the classroom, I don't really have like much of an issue because you know, there, there's not a, a lot of eating uh, that's going on. Yeah, I agree with what all of you guys said. I think especially in elementary school, you guys brought up a good point that that responsibility isn't really on you completely yet. So I would definitely recommend talking to your teachers then just so that they know in case you kind of, you know, in case you're in elementary school and you forget, but in middle school and high school, that responsibility is kind of placed more on you to, you know, keep yourself safe. Yeah, in elementary school definitely is like essential, like especially if your child isn't like super aware of food allergies, which is totally okay because most people who are, um, most children who are young don't really understand the magnitude of their food allergies. So it's definitely essential when you're in elementary school and you shouldn't have like the burden of like carrying your EpiPen or anything. Like it's all on you obviously, but when you're younger, you it, the responsibility mainly falls on like your teacher and it's really important to educate them. And also um, if you can maybe keep another EpiPen like with a school nurse or something like that. So that's really important. So this school year, are you guys going to bring or buy your school lunch? For me, uh, uh, for me, I usually uh, bring my own lunch always ever since I was in elementary school and also in pre-K. But my school actually, literally everyone eats there because they have really good food and it's like included with the school. So. Um, everyone eats there, so I am like one of the only people with a lunchbox. So that could be um, that can make me look kind of different, which is totally fine because I enjoy bringing my own food. It's definitely like a lot easier for me and like less of a burden on my mind and everything. So um, totally worth bringing my own lunchbox, even though not many people do. What about you guys? I also have brought my own lunch all throughout elementary school, middle school, and now in high school, because same for me, it's like better to not have that burden or anxiety at school, especially because my school is pretty far from where I live. 
And I've also just recently been experimenting with different restaurants or eating out. So it's not like completely what I'm used to yet. So bringing my own lunch is something that I've been doing. So personally, I've always done both. So on days where I knew that the lunch was safe, I would eat lunch. On days when I wasn't sure about it, I would just bring my own lunch. My my old school would actually cater restaurants, so I would know exactly what food was safe for me. And now that I'm switching schools to a public school, and I'm not sure what, you know, like cross-contamination and what they're serving and all of that, I think I'm going to bring my lunch for the first couple of weeks and just see, you know, what I feel comfortable eating. And then after that, you know, I'll decide. Uh, yeah, luckily at my school, uh, there don't seem to be a lot of uh, like, uh, like options that actually include my allergens, which means that for the most part, uh, I can like kind of just uh, eat at school. Um, but like, uh, like if there is something, you, like most of the things that I am allergic to, or like, there's no real like issue with cross contamination, uh, because like like they're mainly like packaged. Um, I'd say like in the cafeteria, they're kind of like packaged products, so they wouldn't actually like I think like interfere with the things that I'm actually eating. But I make sure to like stay well aware uh, away from uh, them. Yeah, I feel like for people who maybe are just allergic to nuts or something, it might be a little bit like easier to eat at school. And definitely when I was little, like for summer camp um, and they would like serve the food there. I would like always like look at the menu beforehand with my with my mom and we would sometimes call like the, the staff at the, where they're serving the food, um, like at the camp and eat there because I was younger and I was like less fearful of like eating what I'm allergic to. So definitely like if you're allergic to something that like allows you to like eat at your school or even like at a summer camp, definitely I would recommend like just looking at the menu and calling if you feel comfortable to do that because that's a really cool experience if you're able to even try it. I would rec definitely recommend doing so safely if you can, but it also depends on like what you're allergic to. So for you guys, what is your go-to like school lunch? Like if you're packing something like in your lunchbox, what do you usually bring? My go-to is just a Hawaiian roll sandwich with, you know, like chips or crackers or something and like an Oreo cookie. For me, I'm more like a leftovers person. So like rice or Brussels sprouts or any type of chicken, things like that. I like to pack in my lunch. Yeah, typically throughout elementary school, like I would usually bring leftovers or pasta was a big one in elementary school but um going forward like last year I mainly just ate a sandwich every day and I'm expecting to do the same like this school year to just make a sandwich every day uh yeah I think that sandwiches are easiest uh and you know I like them too so like if I if I bring a lunch then that's what I uh what I normally have yeah, so um, do you guys usually carry or um, keep your EpiPen with you while you're at school or does like a school nurse have it or something like that? Um, when I was in elementary school, because uh, I was young, I mainly just like gave my EpiPens to the school nurse. Uh, but as I got older and like uh, I could be like trusted more, I guess, um, I became like conscious of how important it was to keep my EpiPens close by. So normally, uh, 
because I kind of just bring my backpack like wherever I am at school. I just keep them in my backpack. But if I know that for whatever reason, I'm going to like not be near my backpack, I'll just like take them out and put them in my pocket. And I always make sure to keep them uh, very close by. Yeah, I definitely agree with what Jackson said. When I was younger, I kept them in the nurse's office at my school. And I think I did that through middle school too. But when I got to high school last year, I started being like, okay, this is a bigger campus. I need to keep them closer with me in my backpack versus, you know, if I have a reaction, I would have to go all the way across the school to a nurse's office. Um, I, if you have like extra EpiPens that insurance gives you or something, I would definitely recommend maybe doing both to make you feel more comfortable so that they have it on school record that you have an EpiPen too. But if you can only choose one, I would definitely recommend putting them in your backpack so they're always on you. For me, I had a little different in elementary school, middle school, because our campus for PE or like outdoor activities, we would have to go like down a hill to a whole separate area. So I would carry my EpiPen on me and also have it in like the school nurse's office or down the hill where we would play and things like that. But now in high school, I just carry my EpiPen in my backpack class to class, like a lot of you guys were mentioning. And I may also keep an extra one in my locker this year. Yeah, so I, in elementary school, I always kept one with my, in my teacher's classroom and then also in the school's nurse off, nurse's office. And now I keep it in the school nurse's office and in my own backpack. And in middle school, I believe I did all three in when I was just starting like in sixth grade, like my homeroom teacher, the nurse's office and in my backpack. But going forward after that in middle school, it was just um, in my backpack and at the nurse's office. So how, um, so do you have like a memorable experience with food allergies while at school. It could be like a good one, a bad one or anything. Like for me, I remember I was in seventh grade and this doesn't directly have to do with my food allergies, but it still kind of does. So I took like a big bag of like sour patches to school because I can eat those. And um, they were like leftover. I don't know if so I went to the movie the day before or something like that. And um, I was like, it took them to my lunch and then I like went to the bathroom and then when I came back someone at my lunch table was like eating them so I found that quite annoying because I don't know what they ate like I don't know what they were touching so obviously I felt like I couldn't eat them anymore and that's probably a smart thing to do when you have food allergies so I was just like you know what just take the whole bag and I got that was kind of a bad experience because I got kind of mad at them but you know, it was something small, but I still remember it. Yeah, I actually have two stories. One of them is really similar to Dana's, where I remember being in elementary school and in a class and we had snack time. And I had like my bag of safe pretzels and someone was like, can I have pretzel? And I was like, these are my safe pretzels. I'm sorry, but no. And so I went up to grab something and they took a pretzel and I got so annoyed because, you know, you don't know what they're, what's on their hands. They could have that's on the hand. So I was just, I think I was overly dramatic about it. Of course, you shouldn't like eat after them because you don't know what's on their hands. But I was just like, take the whole bag. You know, I can't eat these anymore. <laughs> so I was a little bit dramatic about it. 
but I remember another story from last year. I remember a teacher was um, going around the classroom with lollipops and they were probably safe, but I didn't have a label. So I just didn't want to take the risk. So I was like, no, thank you. Um, I have nut allergies, so I can't really eat them. And then another day, someone else said, no, thank you to a lollipop. And the teacher looked at me and said, Emily, your disease is spreading. And I just thought that was so, like, not even funny. It was just weird. It was a weird experience. But those are my fun food allergies um, school stories. Yeah, that's so messed up. I don't know why the teacher would say something like that. Like, obviously, food allergies are a very serious thing and that you can't stretch or anything like that. So that that would be annoying to me if I was in that experience, too. Yeah. I also have two moments that would stick out for me. One was probably in I think about seventh grade, we were doing a lab in science class and like an experiment type thing. And the teacher had planned to use Oreos at the time, which I could eat most Oreos. I'm allergic to dairy, but some like very few contain dairy for some reason. So I remember the teacher being really sweet and apologetic because she didn't remember or realize that she probably needed to ask me before we did an experiment with touching and playing and eating with Oreos. So I definitely remember that experience. And also last year in high school, I remember the teacher was giving out for like our last day of school, lots of different candies and things. And there were actually other people in my class that had nut allergies. So I do remember like asking, like, can we not give out these specific candies because people were going to eat them all throughout class? And that definitely would have been an issue. So those are definitely good and food allergy stories where people are apologetic and sweet about it. And of course, there are others like bullying stories that I would have, but that's a whole separate topic. So, uh, yeah. So um, in my elementary school, for the most part, uh, it was very like uh, allergy conscious, like uh, kids weren't allowed to bring nuts uh, to school because there were a lot of kids like me that had uh, nut allergies. I remember one time in first grade, I kind of got like teased about my allergies by this one kid, but that was really the only experience, like, like the only time I encountered like, like kind of like a, my, like a pretty mild form of bullying uh, with my allergies. But um, then I remember one time, I don't remember what the allergy was to, but somebody had like, a, like an anaphylactic reaction uh, to some sort of allergy uh, at my school. Uh, he was in my grade. But like, like they gave him his EpiPen and the paramedics came and they took him to the hospital. So he ended up being okay. But um, it was kind of scary for everybody. Yeah, and kind of like Noelle, like I have two other experiences like that occurred like as a result of a science lab. I don't know what's the deal with like, especially middle school science teachers, they love incorporating food into their labs, especially like candy. So um, I remember one lab, we were doing like a mini candy bar experiment. I don't really remember, maybe like to measure density or something like that. And um, I couldn't participate, obviously, because, you know, they were using like Snicker bars and things like that. And I'm very much allergic to peanuts. Um, so I was doing like another lab with just like wooden blocks to like see like density. I don't really remember. And I don't know, the lab was like kind of a lot harder than the one they were doing. So I thought that was kind of annoying. And then another time, same teacher in seventh grade, we were doing like this egg osmosis lab thing. 
and um, he was like going around having everyone feel the egg without like a shell or anything like that. So it was like kind of like gelatinous or like some, it was like squishy or something like that. And people were like touching it. And like, he came up to me and I didn't want to touch it because I can't eat unbaked egg. And then he's just like, oh, Dana, what are you afraid of eggs or something like that? I'm just like, oh no, I'm just allergic. So things like that. And then also like, I think it was Noelle, you said that people were like passing out candy or like teachers. I remember like in freshman year, um, we have like an advisory and like my teacher would like give out like Reese's and like other candies. And like, it was just very nerve wracking because I didn't know who sat in the chair before me. So I could have been like sitting where someone ate like peanut butter. So that was very um, nerve wracking. Going back to what you said about the um, science lab that you did with the egg, I find it so strange that the teachers can't comprehend that food allergies are serious and not like something to joke about, especially science teachers. You know, I would, I feel like they especially would think that food allergies were severe and understand them, but apparently they don't. So, cause my experience was with the science teacher too. And I just think that's really weird. Definitely need to advocate more so that they understand. <laughs> Also, like, agreeing with you, Emily, just, like, also the anxiety around it. A lot of our stories have to do with just teachers having things that we just don't really want to touch or be around, and that's okay for us because we've been told to avoid it our whole lives. So just the anxiety part is another thing that I feel like could be better educated on for teachers and staff in schools. Yeah, honestly, like, it's really prevalent within science teachers because, they always like use foods like predominantly like in middle school and maybe elementary school and honestly like I feel like more science teachers should know since like that's their domain like allergies you know has to do with like the human body and like they should know about them so maybe more education among like science teachers about food allergies would be a good a good step in the right direction. So I wanted to ask you guys, do you guys play any school sports or like sports in general and how do food allergies factor into playing them? Uh, well, I play uh, basketball at school um, and I found that for the most part, I like, I've been okay playing it. Uh, like, um, like I know that like some kids, not who I've played with, but I just like uh, know that like, like they have to like ask like for instance, like the opposing team to not eat their allergen before the game. Luckily, I've never uh, actually had to do that. But um, I always make sure to keep my EpiPens very close at hand. Like I have a, a, a backpack that I'll bring to practice and games that like has water and stuff, but it also um, has my EpiPens. And then for instance, like during halftime, sometimes we'll step out of the gym uh, and most kids just bring their water, but uh, I'll make sure to bring my whole backpack so that I have my EpiPens like really close to me just in case something happens. Yeah, like I have a really similar experience. Like I used to play volleyball since like elementary school um, and I played it like freshman year of high school, like both in and out of school. And I didn't really have too much trouble with my food allergies. Like if I saw a teammate like eating something with like, I'm severely allergic to maybe like peanuts or something, I would ask like, hey, do you mind like washing your hands? And they were usually pretty cooperative. So that was good. And then the only thing is that sometimes with volleyball or like every time after games, um, you're supposed to like shake hands or like high five the opposing team. Um, I'm sure other sports do that too. 
but um it was like a bit like nerve-wracking because you don't know what they like touched before you and stuff like that but it was totally fine like I would always just like wash my hands after that as I feel like most people should because anyways you're touching other people's hands and there's like germs and you don't know like what's like on their hands so so I am definitely not as athletic as all of you. I do cheerleading. I've done it last year and now I'm doing it this year. Last year, I didn't feel like it was a problem at all because we didn't have team dinners since COVID was a big problem at the time. Um, we did occasionally have little celebrations where they'd bring cake and stuff and I would just drink. Uh, I think I had like a crew. Capri Sun when those things happen just so that I had something to do with and to keep my hands occupied so that I don't feel very awkward and having nothing to do while everyone else is eating around me and recently I've just finished a cheer camp this summer for my current cheer team and that was a little bit more of a struggle with my food allergies because we had to eat lunch every day and they catered lunch and I didn't really know what they're bringing every day. So I just brought a lunch. And I feel like as long as you have something that's safe to eat, it definitely makes it a lot less awkward and it, easy, it eases the food allergy anxiety that goes into um, people eating your allergens around you and not having anything to eat. Yeah, for sure. Like I remember for club volleyball, we would sometimes like go to convention centers and everything like that. And like my teammates would be like eating lunch together, but I would always bring my own lunch. So sometimes it can make you feel um, feel left out, but it's always better to be on the safe side, especially when you have like allergens that are like common in a lot of foods. I also agree with the bringing your own lunch or snacks and things. I don't really place school sports and I haven't played sports in a while, but for a lot of the extracurriculars I've done, theater and academic decathlon, mock trial, things like that, I've had to bring like my own food for different events where, you know, you're there for a long time or they have a lunch or dinner and they bring food for everyone else. So of course, sometimes you feel left out, but most of the time I've been used to it now. So things like that. Yeah, definitely. So I was wondering, do your friends know how to use an EpiPen? Like, especially like when you're in school, you're like surrounded by friends. So do your friends like know how to use it? Um, well, some of my friends actually have allergies themselves. So they carry their own EpiPens, which means like, obviously, like if I have a reaction, they'll know what to do. Um, some of my friends, like, but like a lot of my friends, uh, like they don't have allergies, but, uh, but luckily I carry OVQs in my backpack which means that like, if I ever do have a, a reaction, like, um, like, you know, like they can get the OVQ and they like will get the audio instructions uh, that come with it, um, which means that like they, they know, uh, be able to figure it out, I guess. But something that I think I should get better about is like telling my friends where my EpiPens are, like in case I have some sort of anaphylactic reaction and I can't get them myself, uh, like, so that uh, like they'd be able to, uh, you know, use it on me. Yeah, I 100% agree with Jackson. I personally don't really tell my friends because it's just like, when do you tell them? Do you just bring it up at lunch one day? Like, that's kind of awkward. So I do carry avocues in my backpack. So 
that in case I do have an anaphylactic reaction, I can't personally EpiPen myself. Um, it'll tell the person who's doing it how to, um, you know, administer it. I think that it's also a good idea to keep at least one or two EpiPens in the nurse's office if you don't tell your friends, because then the point that Jackson brought up was no one will know where your EpiPens are. If you have one in the nurse's office, they'll know where it is so that they can get it to you. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys with like, it's kind of awkward. Like, when do you tell your friends like, hey, I have food allergies. Here's how you use my EpiPen. Like, it's a little bit of an awkward situation. And especially like for me, I just started high school during the pandemic. So I can't really speak for my newer friends knowing how to use an EpiPen just yet. But one thing for my old school is that in Girl Scouts, um, I did a presentation with a couple other people on food allergies. And my mom is also a pediatrician. So how to use an EpiPen with food allergies. So my friends from that school do know how to use an EpiPen, which would not really help me now. But of course, it's always good to have it near you or where people can possibly even see it so that they can know how to use it if I did have an allergic reaction or anybody else did. So I'm not really sure how I'm going to go about telling people, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, none of my friends really know how to use it. I Like Emily was saying, it's kind of like an awkward conversation. Like, how does that come up naturally? But um, I don't know. I feel like it'd be really cool to like teach it like in a science class or something, because I remember in like seventh grade when I took anatomy, I'm also taking it this year again. Um, we had like, we talked about allergies for like two minutes, which in my opinion is just way too short of a time. But um, we did touch on it at least. So maybe like one science teachers like touch on like food allergies, if they do, it would be really cool for them to just like give a quick demo of like how to use like an IVQ or EpiPen or whatever with like a trainer or something. Um, and I think that'd be really cool to like incorporate into the curriculum and then maybe like have the kids try it or something. Um, just like with a trainer, not with like a real one or anything, because, you know, I don't think that would make sense like at school, but I think that'd be really cool to like have that incorporated into the curriculum for like kids to like know how to use it in case of an emergency. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Dana, that not only food allergies, but other, um, I don't want to say diseases because food allergies aren't a disease, but you know what I'm talking about, like diabetes all of those should be covered in PE or health or anatomy or something like that, because these kind of situations where people just don't understand are way too common that we need to actually put it in schools or something just so that people learn about it and how to treat it so that we don't have to worry about telling our friends to how to like administer life's um, saving medicine if we do go into anaphylactic shock. I definitely agree with both of you and especially like the science thing where like I know looking through my science book from last year the food allergy section is like a paragraph or less long 
which I feel like it definitely should be talked about more, especially in science class where you can learn the whole background of it, which would help some students understand it more than others, even if they are better with learning with how things work. So I definitely think that we should include it more in school, in classes and different situations so that students can be ready to help their friends if there were a situation like that. Yeah, definitely. So um, have you guys ever had like an allergic reaction while you were at school? I have been lucky enough to say that I have not. Um, I don't think I've ever come close to it either because I'm pretty safe about um, checking with the lunch, um, not lunch, cafeteria to make sure that my lunch is safe or bringing a lunch and being overly cautious about what I'm putting in my mouth um, from snacks and birthday treats and all of those kind of things. Yeah, same for me. I'm lucky enough to say that I didn't, I never had like a serious allergic reaction at school. Maybe like food sensitivity and I feel like nauseous or something like that, but nothing serious. Um, I did, I remember like in kindergarten when you're like less aware of things, I did like eat like a yogurt covered raisin, which I don't know if they still are, but at the time they were like made on shared equipment with like peanuts. So that was a really close call. I definitely was not aware of that when I was in kindergarten. So I was really lucky in that sense. But I remember once in fourth grade, I had like an overly cautious teacher. Like she was great with my food allergies, but just a little bit too cautious in a way because I remember we were having like pie day um, and like there was a bunch of different pies, including like pecan pie, which I'm allergic to. Um, and I obviously didn't eat any of them, but she was saying that, oh, Dana, your face is red. Like, are you, are you feeling okay? And she got into my head as like a fourth grader and made me believe that I was having an allergic reaction. And she like personally, which was so weird, she personally, like at least as a fourth grader, it was weird, uh, brought me down to like the clinic and like had them give me, um, not an <laughs> Benadryl. Um, and that was just a crazy experience because I definitely was not having an allergic reaction, but Sometimes people can be a little too careful, which isn't good either. That's crazy. I'm glad she was overly cautious, but when you said that she like made you take Benadryl, I feel like that's definitely a step too far. That they shouldn't like make you take medicine that you know you don't even think you're having a reaction. So why take Ben? I don't know. That's just a weird situation for me. Definitely. Yeah. That's definitely a very interesting situation, like very surprising because I don't think I've ever had that before. But for me, I've also been lucky enough to not really have an allergic reaction, severe or really even mild at school. So that's really good for me, but cause especially because I'm overly cautious, like a lot of you guys were saying. But the only situation I can think of that was like coming close to it was I remember in fourth grade before school, I'd accidentally had bread that had dairy in it. And at the time I couldn't have baked goods with dairy. Now I can, thankfully. And I remember being really nervous about going to school that day. And luckily I was fine, but that was just like one close call situation for me. Uh, yeah, luckily I've never uh, had like a serious reaction at school. Uh, and that's partially just because like my elementary school was explicitly nut free. I remember like, um, but like uh, at that school, um, there was like this one day it was like international day where like, like um, all these parents would bring in like different types of food that were like from different countries. And I'd always make sure to bring my own lunch that day uh, and not touch any of that because like it's more high risk because uh, like you don't really know what's in that. Um, and 
like um at my current school luckily like there really aren't like like there's not much of my allergens uh so so I don't really have to worry about it like um at my current school as long as I'm very careful about you know like what I'm eating um and I make sure to like stay away um like if I see a kid who's eating like a Snickers bar that he brought from home I'll make sure to uh you know to stay away from it but for the most part um I've been I've been pretty much fine at school yeah so if you guys could give one piece of advice to a kid who's with food allergies who's going back to school what would you tell them I would say is definitely be aware and try to be careful about who's what people are eating around you or what you're eating so that you don't have to worry too much about having an allergic reaction where your parents or people you know and trust aren't there but don't let your food allergies take away from your like school experience and your independence and definitely while being careful, still have fun and not worry too much about whether or not you're going to have an allergic reaction at school. Just, you know, don't be too scared because people around you, your nurses or teachers, if you've told them, they'll know. I definitely agree with Noelle and the fact that your food allergies don't define you. Of course, we have to be overly cautious about what we're eating and maybe make different um substitution so that we can enjoy in the activities and the whole high school experience because I think we tend to focus on the negative of food allergies which is definitely necessary like we need to focus on that to keep us safe but there's also positives like we can still do everything in high school we just have to do it a little bit differently. Yeah I would definitely say to just like um, try to stay calm and like enjoy high or enjoy school like any other kid would obviously you might need to take a couple extra precautions but that shouldn't stop you from like living like everyone else and don't let your food allergies like hold you back like if you want to be like do an extracurricular but it maybe requires travel or something along those lines then just don't don't say no I can't do this like try to find a way if you really want to do it don't let your food allergies hold you back because I'm definitely, I've definitely been, I've definitely done that um, before. And I definitely like regret not doing things because I said, oh, I can't do that because my food allergies, but really you can, you just need to find a way. And then also just stay calm in all situations because sometimes like you can get like stressed out if people around you are eating something you're allergic to, but just stay as calm as possible. And that'll like really help you um, with your food allergies and everything like that. And also just like be aware of how to use your EpiPen and things like that, because that could really help you be at ease. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I think that obviously you have to be very, very careful, but um, after that, you don't wanna get like, you don't wanna have too much anxiety, uh, like because of your food allergies, because like that can take away from other parts of your life. Uh, and obviously like you don't want your food allergies, like the issue of your food allergies to extend into like things that you normally take for granted. Um, like you don't want to like be like super nervous, like all the time at school and not be able to like enjoy time with your friends, um, or not be able to focus in class or something like that. So, uh, I'd say that you like, you have to be careful, but, uh, like, just like, don't, don't allow yourself to get like too much anxiety. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you, Dana, for having us. This was a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. 
If you want to support Just Allergy Things' mission in promoting food allergy awareness, you can follow us at Just Allergy Things on Instagram. And make sure to check out the Just Allergy Things magazine on justallergythings.com. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, bye!